Creative Conundrums is recorded in Treaty 1 territory, the traditional territory of the Anishinaabe, Cree, Oji Cree, Dakota, and Dene peoples, and the homeland of the Métis Nation. Hi, and welcome to Creative Conundrums. I'm Googly Doc. And I'm Senpai. We're here to talk about our struggles and triumphs as creatives. And answer creative questions asked by you, our loving and sometimes bizarre podcast family. If you have any questions for future shows, send them to creativeconundrums at outlook.com. Hey everybody, this is the incredible, the incomparable, and the incomprehensible Googly Doc. And I am a very giggly senpai. (laughs) And what are you giggling about today, senpai? Oh, we go to start recording the second we start recording. (laughs) Like within the first minute of us actually starting recording, Ben's phone rings. (laughs) And it's not just a regular phone ring. (laughs) This is a loud... uh, it's a loud phone ring that resembles like one of those old cartoony bad guys. Oh my god! Yeah, that's so true. I'm gonna play it at the end of the episode just just so that people can enjoy. That'll be our theme song at the end of, at the end of <laughs> Loop Hit, and that'll be our our theme song at the end of the episode. <laughs> oh, oh, that's so good. <clears throat> Uh, so, Doc, I missed you last episode. Yeah, 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 thank you very much for giving me a little bit of a vacation. No problem. Yeah, I, well, like, so a lot of stuff happened, and I was like, well, I really need to do this for me, so I'm gonna do it anyway. I can either bring somebody else in, uh, to take your place for an episode, um, or I can just do it solo, and then I recorded it, sent it to you, and you were like, okay, that's good, and then stuff happened the Wednesday before we posted. Oh, jeez. Yeah, and I was like, man, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm just putting this up, that's fine, I'm not wasting any more energy on anything at all, and I'm going to bed. Yep, yep. Yeah, so. Absolutely. That was, that was fun. But, yeah, so, um, hmm, do you want to do struggles first for the last, I guess, month? Or do you want to do, um, the creative stuff? Um, let's do struggles. Okay. You go first. Okay. I was like, I was like, wait, who starts this? Uh, let's see. What were my struggles in, I mean, I guess the last month. I know you listened to last episode because I sent it to you. Um, Mm -hmm. I don't remember what my struggles were in that, but since that, like, recording happened and stuff, um... There was some stories that came out of the news and um, some very polarizing opinions on both sides that just ended up sapping my energy and I just got of fucked off for a couple days. Yeah, yeah, understandable. Yeah. Um, yeah, which, I mean, especially on my Twitter, I think it was pretty obvious because it was just like, I was just kind of gone. Like, up to that point, I was like, yeah, yeah, everything's good, everything's good. Oh, fuck off, I'm gone, bye. Yep. <laughs> but now I'm back. Yep. From outer space. The, the internet has been uh, very trying in a number of ways. Absolutely, yeah. And frankly, the world situation has been trying in a number of ways. Oh yeah. And so it, it's been if, it's been a struggle for me just to like live in myself and just kind of take care of this immediate vicinity. Which yep. is apparently including... What are you chasing, Jarvis? 
I don't know what he's doing. Um, there's like foam pieces all over my apartment because I made the, the uh, I made a dice tower, and um, he's been chasing it for like the last three weeks. <laughs> I think that's what he's playing with now. But yeah, so yeah, and also writer's block has been another big thing again. Um, which I'm starting to be able to fight that struggle. What are you doing? Okay, go ahead. <laughs> okay, uh, uh, I've been struggling with uh, a little bit of heartbreak, and uh, I've been struggling with anxiety, like severe anxiety, and uh, it's been rough in terms of my creativity. I've uh, been so just emotionally and psychologically exhausted that I've had a little bit of trouble just getting out of bed every day. And it took a couple weeks to to kind of get over everything. And to the point where I was able to get my feet under me and start walking again and start writing again and start designing again. And I'm actually, for... <clears throat> That week that I took the uh, the vacation from from the podcast, that was a, a very important week for me, and it got me uh, got me on my feet again. It gave me that breather I needed to just start moving forward, and uh, I, th- I got to thank you for that. No problem. I'm happy that I could do that for you because yeah, and, uh, that is very important. I threw myself into my, into my son's activities uh, for the last two, three weeks, four weeks. I don't know how long it's been. It's been yeah, blurred one day true. into the next. And <laughs> yeah. uh, so I, I've been doing a lot with Duncan. I've, I've gone and trained Duncan on the ice for probably 12 to 14 hours uh, in the last couple weeks. And uh, Mikey, I've just been kind of helping him do his computer programming stuff and uh, just playing board games with him like, uh, like Gloomhaven. Much recommended, by the way. It's 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 pricey like you wouldn't believe but it is a great board game but 170 some odd hours without the expansions of of gameplay so and that's yeah it it's really really cool that's 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 a good amount of time yep and uh i've just continued uh putting in applications for day jobs and whatnot and uh i am actually preparing myself to get into the real estate uh, business. Oh. So uh, I'm going to be selling houses and commercial properties, I hope. That is really neat. It's something I've never done before, but there's an element of it that is right up my alley, and that's talking to people. God, ain't that the truth. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I remember so, messaging you though for uh, for podcast coffee the other week, and you're like, "No, nope, I got hockey." I'm like, "All oh, right, yeah, I figured." Yep. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Duncan's in uh, the second round of the playoffs now. This is the first oh, time he's ever been on a team that's made it out of the first round of the playoffs, and he's so stoked. That is so, so exciting! Oh my god, go Duncan! He's been working out with weights, and he's been doing his stick handling practice, and we've been going out on the ice, and he's just giving it thousand percent because he wants to he wants the championship this year absolutely he, want, he wants that championship and if and he says dad i'm gonna want gonna be trying out for double a and triple a next year he's just got he's been revived about this whole hockey thing oh uh, that is so great because he's he's on a team that's actually winning and he's he's 
stoked. That's so exciting. Oh, I'm so happy. Yay! And Mikey, he's uh, he's taking his computer programming. He's doing HTML and Java and a whole bunch of different things. Nice. So it's it's fantastic to see what he's able to do. He's he's sitting there writing code, and I'm going, oh man, he knows what all this stuff means. It's it, it, it's pretty amazing. Yeah, I am very floored with his ability. I I've looked at code, and uh, I remember in high school we had to do this like, what do you want to do for the rest of your life kind of thing, and. Uh, Part of it was I went to Red River to go see what coding was all about, and I'm like, holy fuck, I don't understand any of this. I'm out. Bye. <laughs> I tried, okay. but... Uh, nothing like homemade air-fried potato chips or french fries. I mean, potatoes are just lovely and beautiful, and they are all amazing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right. Um, I guess let's get into the creative stuff. All right, creative stuff? Yeah. I have been mostly in a lull. I mean, I was going to give you a chance to eat. <laughs> I was going to talk myself. But hey, if oh, you okay. want to talk, go for it. No, no, you, you go ahead. You go okay. ahead. Okay, all right. Uh, so yeah, for myself, I've been I've been doing a lot of writing and a lot of like behind-the-scenes prep work. And then um, a friend of mine messaged me. Hello, Jarvis. Um, a friend of mine messaged me and was like, hey, have you heard of this... Uh, video editing software. I'm like, no, I haven't. So I tried it because I looked into it and they have green screen and it's not behind a paywall, which is awesome. And it's free. And I'm like, I'm super stoked about this. This is great. Uh, so I started doing a couple tests with green screen and then I made a whole video. Okay, maybe not the whole video, but I made a most of a video with green screen. And um, I... I personally think I... What the hell was that? <laughs> was that? I, I don't know. Your, your mic cued, and it was like, there was a sound. I don't know. Okay. okay. Um, I was just about to say... I was just about to say that... Um, he, I saw that video. Yeah. And it's, and it's fantastic. Thank you so much. I'm, I'm very it. proud of the work that I did. And, it's, and you it's, should be. And it's one of those things that I have no problem going like, Hey, look, I made this thing. <laughs> Which is usually really hard for me to do, but hey, look, I made this thing, and yeah, uh, last episode, I know you weren't here for it, but there, I had done another couple videos um, from the last one, and I did end up putting the links in after to the show notes, because I'm silly and forgot the first time. <laughs> um, uh, one was about uh, one of our dragon friends in Warcraft, and then the other one was, I, I had forgotten I had left my webcam on for my first playthrough of uh, the end of the war campaign in this expansion. <laughs> Did you say Dragon Friends? Yeah, yeah. Is, is you it, play he, dragons now? No, 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 no. No, he is a dragon, and we just get to do stuff for him. Mm. Um, yeah, I'll have to link that to you after. But, uh, yeah, the other one was just me essentially reacting <laughs> to the cinematic... And, like, it's so funny, because the look on my face, there's, like, this look of just genuine betrayal. <laughs> <laughs> and to me, it's just so funny. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it's, so, it's so painful, yet so funny. Uh, but those are up for everyone's enjoyment of my face, my, my wonderful face journey. <laughs> um, <laughs> it is so great. It's like months late going up. It should have gone up a long time ago, but it was still so funny. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I'll have to link you the other one after. 
But no, we don't get to play dragons. We just get to do things for dragons. Okay. Still. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so creatively for you, what's been going on? Uh, I, it's been uh, a lull, because I've been just trying to get my feet under me again. Mm-hmm. But <clears throat> I have been finishing up what I was doing for Wedding Games. That's going to be all in by tomorrow. Oh, nice. And uh, I am finishing up getting our googlybeard.ca website launched and all of our content transferred over from the old site. That's super exciting. And that's what I'm basically doing. And then after uh, the new site is up, then I am going to be releasing comics again. And this time, instead of me drawing them, Ben said he's going to draw them for me. Aw, that's super nice. Thank you, Ben. <clears throat> so my my drawings aren't going to take eight to nine hours to do anymore. It's going to take him <laughs> like 20 minutes to half an hour. Yeah, Ben's kind of like got that down to like a science. <laughs> well, he's an artist. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if Ben can actually hear me, but I know he's in the same room as you. But thank you, Ben. Lynn says thank you, Ben. I'm assuming it's because then she won't have to look at my shitty drawings anymore. Hey. Looking... Not... <laughs> It'll still be shitty. It'll just be done faster. <laughs> <laughs> You know what? If he if he goes with your original art style for it, like that's that's freaking awesome. So, you like that art style? Uh, yeah, it's okay. you. Like, it's all you. Right, I don't right. know what else to say about that. We'll keep the art style in. Sweet, I'm so excited now. <laughs> I was just told by a number of websites I submitted for that my art, my artwork sucks and that's got to improve before they'll post it. <laughs> And okay, I will. <laughs> cold, cold fuckers. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I mean, I guess like I've been looking at a lot of art lately, and I'm just like, man, I really wish I could draw, but I'm okay with not being that kind of artist. Um, mm-hmm. for... Apparently, critique is harsh. <laughs> well, there's, there's that, but then there's the fact that like I like I like making things with my hands, not necessarily drawing things. Mm-hmm. Um, like I feel so bad for Rob Liefeld now. <laughs> Um. (laughs) Rob I I I totally feel you and uh, uh, I love you man Uh, keep keep drawing keep doing your thing your stuff rocks I wish somebody would tell me that sometime (laughs) I mean I I enjoy it I wouldn't say it rocks but I enjoy it (laughs) (laughs) Uh, uh, but yeah, like I, I much prefer making things um, than than just drawing things. Yeah, that's, yeah, I get that, that. That's my thing, and also now videos are apparently my thing. So I'm. Just, uh... <laughs> so yeah, I I love words. That that is true. You do love words. And I also love potato chips. Holy shit! Who doesn't love potato chips? Mm mm mm. Potato chips are the best. Absolutely. Especially when they're homemade. I shouldn't say who doesn't love potato chips. I actually know a few people who can't eat potatoes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so I, I feel for you, and I'm so glad I am not one of you. I, I've, not being able to eat wheat is bad enough for me, so. I shouldn't eat potatoes, but I do. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's definitely your own lookout. Hey, speaking hmm? of things you shouldn't eat, cake. What? Cake? Yes. Oh, I love cake. Yes. 
Uh, I'm have, I'm doing a birthday party thing. Mm. In May. Really? Yes. I Sweet. In, I invited you. I, I, I it's it's on Facebook for you. <laughs> so you should go look at that. But yeah. Um, Did I already? I already responded to that, didn't I? I don't know. Maybe. I, I don't know. But yeah, it just a small thing, and there will be cake because I have promised you cake. Mm. I think it was like a month ago now, but I promised you cake. Those of you who uh, are listening to me eat potato chips, or not potato chips, but uh, French fries. <laughs> Only a real professional does that when he's recording a podcast. <laughs> this is gonna be hell to edit later. <laughs> oh, it is. Oh mm. dear. Oh, potato chips. <laughs> no, I keep calling them fucking potato chips. They're potato chips or French fries. I mean, if you go by the British, they're they're chips. Yeah, they're chips. Yeah. And crisps are what they they call chips. That's what we call potato chips. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Words are weird. Yep. And English is a stupid language. <laughs> and Canada uses all the weird stuff of every dialect. God, we do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I hate it, and I love it at the same time, but... Mm-hmm. <laughs> we use all the extra O's of the <laughs> Queen's English, but all the pronunciations of the American English. Yep. I feel like that depends on the word, because there are some words we still pronounce um sort of i guess the original language that it's i don't know a boot yeah we don't say i don't say a boot (laughs) i say about that was was specifically for our american (laughs) listeners (laughs) actually i remember i used to watch uh, a lot of news and there was one particular anchor um who who he does he does say a boot and it fucking made me giggle all the time well you know where that comes from? Uh, new, I don't... Maritimes? Well, Maritimes, yes. And there was an extremely large uh, immigrant population back in the day of Scottish and Irish people. Right? Okay, yeah, so... Yeah, so they have... Okay. The British, the British Empire sent all of the people that they felt to be undesirable over here. Which is weird, because they also did that with Australia. Yep. We were less undesirable than the people listening to <laughs> Australia. Send these ones farther. And the funny thing is, is holy shit, there's French fries. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, the thing is, now Australians and Canadians, the cast-offs of the British Empire, are now some of the most beloved people on the planet. It's because we're still nice. Oh. Um, Nice-ish. Speaking of Canadian, and especially like our local podcast community, our Twitter. (laughs) Oh, our Twitter. Okay. (laughs) So every now and again, we get into like these conversations on Twitter with like local podcasts. And I think we have to do this. I I don't think we can get out of this. Um, Because I was listening to Sean Geek. uh, Okay. First of all, Hmm. first of all, me, me and Twitter. And and interacting with anybody else on Twitter, especially other podcasts, is a bad idea. <laughs> we found that out recently. I can confirm this. <laughs> this is a mistake. <laughs> um, yeah, I was listening to Sean Geek, and then I was like, wow, this really messed with me at 7 o'clock in the morning, because like, they did this like... 
they started kind of doing this like sexy voiceover type thing and it's just like this is seven o'clock in the morning this is my morning <laughs> <laughs> and it really messed with me and then it started a conversation of of now we're all doing sexy voice offs on our podcasts <laughs> oh are we doing that today do you want to wait to do it next time i don't know i mean i gotta wait to do it with bam bam okay i i have a, i have a i have a bit of a cold Okay. So it it might work out huskier and better. I don't know. I'm so scared. <laughs> oh man. Should we just like go into the questions with like the sexy voiceover? <laughs> oh, do the questions with a sexy voiceover? Yeah, let's do. The, yeah. Oh my god. We'll okay. do the, We'll do the first. We'll do the first oh, one, shit. and then I'll we're do. Doing, we're doing sexy voiceover question answering. Oh my god. <laughs> We'll we'll do it for a little bit. We'll see how it goes. We'll see how far okay. we get from the first question. Right. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> Might derail my idea, but oh well. That's fine. Let's just try. It. Let's try for the first question. Let's do it. Oh shit! Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Are you asking first or am I? You're asking first. <laughs> oh shit! Come on, you can, you, you can do it, Doc. V for vendetta. There's no eye holes in this mask. And Doc says there were no eyes. V is blind. Discuss. <laughs> this goes for XW, by the way. All right. You like how I emphasized holes? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> this is the day we're having. Um, okay. Let's see if I can do, actually do this. Shit, I don't even know where I was going. Um, no, <laughs> Your actually... awkwardness is sexy in and of itself. Thank you. Um, <laughs> were there actually no eye holes? This this is derailing me a little bit. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, it looked like there were not. Like it looks like there's just like a netting over top, right? Well, it could be, but it looks solid to me. I swear it looked like a netting to me, but I'm also a costumer, so I mean, it 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 very well could be. I didn't see it. Uh, you know what? Hang on one second. Let me verify by going to the internets. Okay. Okay. V or Vendetta. <clears throat> and this is going to make sure, I'm absolutely sure I get stopped and hauled off at the border. And uh... <laughs> <laughs> Oh, wait. Wait. Because it's a Guy Fox mask. Hang on, I'm looking. There were definitely eye holes in the mask. I just looked at all the pictures. There was definitely eye holes in the mask. But he... it looks like there's not in a lot of the scenes because of the lighting. Yes. It casts shadows inside. And, uh, yeah. Oh, so there is holes in it. I... Okay, there is holes in the mask. So now, as we know, there are holes in that mask. And as we all know, holes can be very fun. Oh, dear. Okay. Enough with the sexy voiceover. <laughs> I'm not gonna be able to keep it straight. All uh, right. <laughs> I was uh, I was getting mighty uncomfortable. <laughs> I'm just not gonna be able to not laugh. That's <clears throat> that's it. <laughs> All right. Are you asking or am I this time? Um, are we done talking about V? I guess we are. I mean, at yeah, the same it... time. By the way, what's been really funny? I don't know if you've been on my Twitter. Um, I play a demon hunter in WoW. Who they like? They famously have no eyes because they pluck their eyes out quite literally. Um, and I'm like four years behind on getting my eyes checked. 
<laughs> so Wait. I am also very blind. Well, you know what? I'm I'm going to answer the question in, in the spirit in which it was asked. Okay. We're going to assume that there was no eye of holes in the mask and it was solid. And that V's eyes were gone because of the, the fire. Oh, yeah. Right? That's, yeah, that's, that's true. Yeah. So we're going to assume that V is blind. In which case, that makes everything that he does so much more impressive. Oh, it does, doesn't it? It really, really does. It it turns him into a uh, a really badass version of Daredevil. Oh, right. He he becomes very Daredevil esque at that point. I mean, I would say that Daredevil's pretty badass too. Um, just not the Ben Affleck one. <laughs> Ben Affleck, I'm really sorry for my partner. Um. <laughs> you know what? Sorry, he has his moments, but yeah, I mean that you know movie what? kind of fell flat. It was a little weak. I loved him as Batfleck. I just couldn't stand the writing of that movie. Still have not th- watched it. I thought he did a very, very good job acting, doing the best he could with a script that was, oh god, it was bad. Yeah, but he, I thought he did a good job. Yeah, I, anyway. I I have not watched it yet, so I I I will save my opinion because I don't have one. But yeah, uh, yeah, V is oh, okay. First answer: V's not blind. There are eye holes in the mask. Second, if there are no eye holes and he's blind, and he's doing all this stuff. He is extra badass. And I highly recommend watching through that movie again, except thinking that there's no eye holes in the mask and thinking he's blind. It has been a little bit it, since and, I watched through it, so I think I'm gonna I'm gonna do that next time I watch it. And put that into context. Yeah. That's great. All right. Uh, next question. That's you. You both wear no. Me. What? Wait. It's my. It's me. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I always get this mixed up. You do. It's it's amazing, and it's. <laughs> okay. Sit down. Let me ask a question. Um, okay. Okay. You both... I'm just so excited. I'm like a little dog that does nothing but shake and pee. <laughs> Do you need to go pee first? No, no, I'm just always peeing. <laughs> okay. Pee never runs out on those little dogs. They're always peeing. I there's, hope you have an adult diaper never, on. <laughs> it never ends. It's just always. <laughs> I'm so sorry for Ben because I know you're in the same room. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sorry to everybody who has a small dog uh, for saying that your dog does nothing but shake and pee. <laughs> I mean, some of them really do. They, they really do. Okay, uh, so... <laughs> Back to the question at hand. <coughs> uh, you both wear many hats, so what happens if one specific thing you do really takes off and becomes very in demand? Do you still float multiple projects or drop everything to do the one thing? Asked by Sean Geek. All right, for me, this is an easy thing. As a uh, an owner of a business and as a project manager, uh, if one thing takes off and it starts taking more of my time and it needs to take more of my time, then I get other people to pick up Slack and the other projects. Okay, yeah. So you'd like and essentially I, hire other help. <clears throat> exactly. Or task uh, other people to do stuff and throw them money. Well, I mean, that's that's hiring. <laughs> yeah. That's employing. Um, that, yeah, basically, yeah. If, if, I, if I have too much on one project then I just gotta hire and spend money to get the other stuff taken care of 
Okay. So because if if something takes off, that means I'm making money. That's right? true. And, and so I can afford to shovel all that stuff off. That's true. Um, so I was thinking about this. I had to do a little bit of like homework for this question because I I had to think about what hats do I actually wear. So I made a list of the things that I've been doing recently, at least, um, or at least that I have done in the past um, that maybe aren't necessarily worn currently at the moment. Um, so right now I've been doing video editing, audio editing as a podcaster. Uh, I am a crafter. Uh, I was a cosplayer and I'm getting back into it again this year. Um, I'm a sewer and I'm a gamer. Um, now, for... I, I know you know this about me, Doc, uh, but I, I, I was uh, I was making and selling things in the past, but um, because of just certain things, I ended up kind of not. Um, I, I still want to do that again. <clears throat> Part of the barrier for that for me has been uh, money, because obviously you need the materials to make the things to sell them. Um, so, I mean, there's that as a barrier. Uh, there, yep. there's also been a lack of support around me from certain people in my life, some of who are not in my life because of that. So mm -hmm. there's that. Um, but like, I kind of focused my all on that stuff. And I think that made me like really suffer, uh, in other ways. So I don't, I don't ever see myself like dropping everything for the one project anymore, but I do see myself like hiring help for sure. Like... <laughs> Maybe I can't um, do a full edit for something, but hey, if I can hire somebody to do uh, like at least some of the edit for me, and then like I just kind of give direction from there, I can see that being a thing. Same thing with like the podcast editing, but mm -hmm. I don't, I don't see myself dropping everything to do to do one thing because really, I want all of my projects to feed each other anyway. Right. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So, and yeah, that is something that I I found very much made me suffer in some ways like not not in a bad way necessarily but like it it didn't help my health at all yeah and i think I get that. I, yeah and I, I think that's kind of where everything fell apart for for me anyway oh, yeah. is it me uh, oh no I, I already answered what you, you i'm answered. still messed up about this whole thing good morning God, doc whole... how's it going <clears throat> this whole tanking turn thing is so hard <laughs> Uh, but yeah, that's 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 my thing. Yeah, definitely help, but no, I don't think I'd ever drop everything. No. All right. Cool. Yeah. All right. So your turn to ask the next question. Okay. In real life, when your bardic performance ends, you can do anything to assist all players in earshot. What do you do? Okay. Hmm. In real life, this comes when your David bardic performance a. ends. You can do anything to assist all players in earshot. Now, this is... I think I have to, like, back up to answer this one. Okay. <laughs> I'm yelling, back for up. the horde! Okay. I, I hope that was back enough from my mic that it didn't... I'm it didn't sorry. sound I... like it peaked. Okay, I'm, I'm sorry if I broke anybody's eardrums that way, but yeah, for the horde. <laughs> all right, now, Dave is assuming something here. Okay. Uh... Dave is assuming that I am a bard in real life, which I am. Uh, yeah, you are. <laughs> and that I have bardic-like powers in real life. I mean, I'd believe it. Well, you you answer the question first. I 
Did I ask this one? I asked you this asked one. this one, and I answered yeah, you, first. You, oh, you said for the horde. I'm okay. yelling for the horde. That's that's my that's my assist all players. That's my buff. Okay, okay, okay. Gotcha. <laughs> you're you're an you're an orc shaman. I, I n- no, but that's I'm a horde player at heart. Oh, okay, okay. Gotcha. Okay, so uh, yes, I'm a bard, and yes, I have powers in real life. But um, uh, if I could have any type of warp to my bardic powers that I would uh, that I would want, uh, I would like to have a rotate. Well, have a. I would like to have a suite of buffs. Okay. That I could choose from. I kind of do at the moment. Uh, but if I could have the one buff only to assist all players in earshot, I would heal them of all, any and all ailments of any kind. Oh, that'd be good. So that way, if I pack a room at karaoke with cancer patients, boom, <laughs> stadium with cancer patients, boom, all cured. So Doc's new uh, career uh, choice is to be a faith healer. Exactly. No, not faith healer. Bard healer. (laughs) Bard healers are much sexier. The only thing that we have in our current world is faith healers to really compare it to. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but I would be much more cool, more sexy, and less creepy. You know, that's that's a lot of points in your favor. Oh, yeah. (laughs) All right, my turn. Uh, what is a saying that you have or use that you're not entirely sure where it came from? This comes from Ben. Okay. Well, what is a saying I have and use that not entirely sure where it came from? He's talking about euphemisms and and similes and metaphors and creativity in that regard. Um, oh, okay, I thought it was just like a turn of phrase, <laughs> like like a blood of the coven type thing. Right, yeah, that, that's what he's talking about. Like, okay, yeah. What what saying do you use where you're not sure where it came from? I don't and... think I have one that I don't particularly know where it came from because I like knowing where shit comes from. Okay, uh... <laughs> that's part of my hobby is looking up where shit comes from. Right now, it's very very difficult to look up the things that I use that I've used throughout my entire life because my dad, uh, I don't think he ever really used any metaphors correctly and i think he basically blended them in in a, in a <laughs> cauldron of mixed metaphorism like for instance uh he used to say well that went over like a fart in a mitt <laughs> and i have n- i i know the first part of that is going over like a wet lead balloon but i have no idea where the whole fart in a mitt things come I, from i i have no idea either that's a that's a fantastic phrase though <laughs> And occasionally, my dad would would mix that up, say, "You know what? You're bouncing around like a fart in a mitt." When I was all hyper and shit, right? <clears throat> and that would, that would kind of make that, sense because, like, you can't really catch a fart with anything, let alone a mitt. So, right now, I don't know where that comes from, and I don't know why he had the proclivity for mixing it with going over with a lead balloon part. <laughs> but there's a thousand of these that he never quite used right, and I've only been able to find a few of them. But the the fart and emit thing, I still haven't found. I don't know where it came from. So, if, I'll, I'll, I'll... so if anyone knows the etymology of that, 
yeah. Bounced around like a fart in a mitt. That was that was the <laughs> that was the core of it. But went over like a fart in a mitt was the other part that he used, and I have no idea why. Yeah. So if any if anybody knows the etymology of that particular uh, euphemism or metaphor, please let me know. Yeah, I don't have any that I don't actually know where it came from because, like, I remember like not knowing where the term Kinsey Six came from, but then I looked it up. Um, and then same thing with like uh, blood is thicker than water thing. That's mm-hmm. uh, like I've I've essentially learned where that comes from too. Um, yeah, I I don't I don't I have this weird hobby of liking knowing you know I like knowing random shit, and so I end up looking up a lot of stuff that I say. That's cool. Yeah. So yeah, there's there's that. That's that's me. Weird oh. habits and hobbies. So it's my turn. Yes. Jedi mind trick. Nah. Jedi mind trick. I don't know what he exactly says there. I'm just paraphrasing. Has my have we just like swapped podcast hosts and I'm now hosting with General Grievous? <clears throat> is, is that it? Is that what's happening? No, that was that was Jabba. Okay. All right, Jedi mind trick. Could it work over the phone, or would you need to physically be there? Nikki W. I've been thinking about this one, and I have no idea. Because do we ever see it in Star Wars at all that they're not physically present for it? Never. Although then in the the newest trilogy, say what you will about it, there is that weird force connection between Rey and Kylo. So I I don't know that they use the Jedi might No, they don't. But they do have that weird force sort of connection. I I don't know. No, technically, aren't they the only two force users left? Uh after <clears throat> after Luke and Leia die. Yes. Uh, but this oh, does yeah. happen so before. That... This happens before. Um... Uh, yeah. So that. So yeah. Writing, writing. Love, love the. Okay. <laughs> I'm not even going to get into that. So. That's fair. Uh, uh, I think I need to physically be there. I think. I think. Okay. Yeah. I, I get that. Now, I agree with you because there's nothing that I've seen within canon. That allows somebody to call somebody up and control their mind. But if you're thinking about it, uh, is it manipulating the force around and then that that's flowing through somebody, or is the force manipulating the sound waves coming out of you to be hypnotic? Hmm. Oh, that's. If the, if the force is manipulating the sound waves to be hypnotic, then you could do it over the, easily. I have but, a lot of questions for Obi-Wan, then, in that case. Yeah. And maybe yep. I need to go home and rethink my life. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I had to make that joke. <laughs> I'm very proud of it, too, by the way. <laughs> oh, boy. Okay, who's is it your turn? Uh, it is my turn. Okay. Um what is a healthy dose of self-critique before it gets to the point of nitpicking? Nikki W. Uh, this is a difficult question. Yep. Yes, it is. It's a good question, what's a, though. What's a healthy dose of self-critique before it gets to the point of nitpicking? Uh, it is very, very, very hard to stay objective when looking at your own stuff. That's true. 
which is why there is editors in any type of writing situation. And any right? other you, type of situation. Yeah. Uh, you know, if um, you're always too close to your work to do it effectively, you're always going to need objective outside critique because you're always too close to your work. That, but, that's true, yeah. Uh, so where I stick to self-critique is in the stuff that I can uh, objectively notice. Uh, grammar, punctuation, spelling mistakes, uh, and uh, reading it out loud to see if it sounds awkward, and if it does, changing it up from there. And anything else, I leave up to an editor. Okay. Yeah, this is something that I've been kind of starting to find struggles in, and I think I need to maybe bring somebody in for a bit more of a critical eye, but, like, one thing I like to do is, like, I like putting it out there, like, putting it out, like, essentially word vomiting all, all the stuff that I need, and then leaving it for, like, a couple of days, and then coming back to it, and being like, what the fuck was I writing? Like, what is wrong with, what? Oh, man, imagine leaving that for 25 years, and then going to it. <laughs> and that was my lyrics. That... Oh my god, I was so <laughs> 17 and 18 when I wrote my lyrics. Oh, fuck. That makes they sense. Were, they were so bad. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> I I think I think a good solid line of when it gets to nitpicking is once you've released something to the public. Um, yeah, because it, it's been vetted all over the place by that. I mean, not necessarily. I like I don't have any kind of editors with me. It's just it's just me, and then I'm doing the editing myself. Which again, we run into the problem of I'm too close to my work to really see any bad. Um, but like, or sometimes you'll see too much bad. That too, yeah. Um, like I know with my last video that I put out, like there's definitely things that I would change, but overall this video was meant to be a learning process for a lot of the things that i was doing mm -hmm. um so that's that's a very very big thing and i think that's also important to keep in mind too when you're looking at your own work is like what did you really learn from it which if you learned a lot then great if you didn't really learn a lot okay then maybe push yourself a little bit harder next time but ultimately i think like that line right there i think that's a good point of like okay now it's starting to be nitpicky of like okay maybe you can Maybe you can put it down and, and stop. Well, and you really, really got to be careful with uh, what I call the, oh, God, I suck paralysis. That's, yeah. Yeah. Right? Where you end up destroying your own self-esteem and your own confidence so badly that you just stop. By the way, I just want to give a shout out to any editors. Video edit, like, editing is such a job that you don't, you don't notice it when it's done well, but if it's not done well, everyone picks at it. And like, I'm, I'm even guilty of this where I'll see a sign with the wrong form of insure or something like that. Like it'll be an E instead of an I when it should be an I. And it's like, like we're all guilty of that. And all of the editors out there, y'all are unsung heroes. And I Thank love you. Thank you to all of you. Yes. I hate video editing. I don't know. Like I like it, but I don't. <laughs> It's a lot of work. So, oh yeah. Yeah. And I can only imagine what uh like what book editors do like oh, I can only imagine. I I know what I know through video editing. And so y'all are amazing. All right. A any of you who want to uh <laughs> any any of you who want to follow editors 
who write really cool and funny stuff on the internet. Follow Ray Valise and CM Franklin. Okay. You will have to send me some links to put those in the show notes because I will probably forget. Okay. <laughs> Uh, yeah, uh, your turn to ask. Favorite class mechanic or ability in any tabletop RPG? Describe the ability and tell us how you would use it in real life. Another real life thing from David A. Hmm. Okay, I really like how monks can do, like, parkour <clears throat> shit, but honestly, my favorite thing I think would have to be, like, something like Bardic Inspiration, where you can just inspire people with your words. I love that. And absolutely, I would use that to completely champion all of my friends in real life. Because, quite frankly, you all deserve it. Yeah, for me, it's a tie between Bardic Inspiration and the Paladin's Lay on Hands Cure, to be, cure Disease um, abilities. That you, Yeah, that'd be good, too. If I could cure any disease or any injury with a touch, or, ins or, or uh, go out there and inspire an entire stadium full of people with my voice, that's my choice. I mean, I think, hmm, I, now I'm a little torn. Do, do we have to pick just one? Because if I could pick two, yeah, cure disease would be Fuck good it. too. You know what? This is fantasy shit. Pick as, many, pick as much shit as you want. I'm <laughs> yes. picking lay on hands, cure disease, and bardic inspiration. Fuck yeah. So yeah, bardic inspiration, cure disease. Um, I don't know what else it'd do. <laughs> fuck it, levitate. Oh fuck, I'd be Jesus. <laughs> I would literally be Jesus. Water walking? Okay. If I could be Jesus, I'd be Jesus. Okay. <laughs> be you, unless you could be Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Always be Jesus. Oh, fuck it. Okay. We're memeing ourselves now. We're memeing ourselves, yeah. Okay. That's okay. awesome. Okay. All right. My All turn. Right. Most apologies, from, <laughs> apologies from Creative Conundrums on to any no. and all Christians out there who... <laughs> I'm not sorry. <laughs> uh, okay. Alright. <laughs> My turn. Most yeah, go ahead. Most entertaining whoops in a game you could remember from Ben H. <clears throat> oh, this is my question? Uh, okay. You get to answer it first. Alright. Most entertaining whoops in a game you can... Okay, I remember one time uh, that... I had some refried beans, tamale sauce, and a whole bunch of really, really spicy salsa. Way too much. And uh, then I chased it down with some coffee. And uh, yeah, and then an entire jar of pickles. And what resulted was not nice at all. Um, an entire jar of we pickles? We were, <clears throat> yeah, it was... Uh, we were, we were sitting around the, the gaming table. It was a particularly boisterous night when everybody was on their comedic best. And uh, and uh, one of the guys uh, told a particular, particularly good uh, knee slapper. And uh, I did a particularly loud guffaw. And uh, <laughs> that's when my rear end decided to react. And... Uh, yeah, that was, that was, that was uh, the most entertaining whoops I can remember because... Yeah, there was a little bit of follow-through on that one, and it cleared the table. It was funny. Funny as hell. Oh, sweet Jesus. Oh, my God. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I, I think that classifies as a whoops I, in a game that... 
I think I have to thank, agree. Thank goodness for plastic seat cushion. Right? <laughs> I have officially killed Senpai. Okay. I'm good? <laughs> no, I'm not good? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> I'm glad you laughed, because if you didn't laugh at that particular story, I would have felt very insecure. <laughs> um, Nobody acknowledged my story from 2010? <laughs> Feeling it's... <laughs> I mean, most of your stories from your games have always been really, really fabulous. So there's that. Uh, am I? Am I? Okay. So am I? Uh, am I more like uh, like Squirrely Dan or or Boomtown at this point? Um, I'm gonna say Squirrely Dan because Boomtown oh. yells a lot more. Oh yeah, yeah, true. <laughs> uh, oh shit. <laughs> okay. Um, my most recent, I think. Whoops. Um. Remember, it's what? Give me a shit story, isn't it? <laughs> kind of. Okay, good. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't even at a game. It was after the game because you remember our um, our our D and D one shot that we did for Christmas, right? Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. Um, so that day, Dave made hot chocolate with. Uh, a lot heavier milk than I'm used to consuming on a regular basis. Um, it, oh. was like, it was like 3.25%, whatever the hell the percent is. Um, right. It's almost cream at that point. Exactly. And then I also like to put ice cream in my hot chocolate, like a scoop. Oh, and that then was so good. It was so was good. so good. Um, you're going to find out in a bit, though, why it was also not so good. <laughs> Um, so I did, I had that, and then I had another one of those, and then I had another hot chocolate without ice cream in it after. Um, and then we also had, um, nachos that day with, like, so much cheese. And, like, Jeez. yeah, so... <laughs> I, I know where this is going. Exactly. So, we... Everything was fine during the game. You know, we we, we we finished up. I uploaded all the stuff for uh, for editing later. We did we did the thing. It was great. It was so much fun, and we had a blast doing it. Well, later that night you was you had a blast later. <laughs> later that night was Jedi class, and oh no, <laughs> nothing nothing catastrophic happened. I, I will oh. say. Um, so you gotta make that shit up then. <laughs> well, I'm being honest with it. Hyperbole! Shh. Let, let me finish. Okay. Let, let me finish, because yeah. I'm not go even ahead, done. Go ahead. Go so, ahead. We're, we're going through, like, our footwork and stuff, and we're, like, we're going through the moves, and I'm like, man, my stomach's not feeling great. And, like, I'm like, okay, you know, I gotta go to the bathroom. So I go to the bathroom, whatever, okay. My stomach is still, like, super fucking angry at me, and then it finally slowly dawns on me that oh, fuck, I don't usually consume this much dairy at any given point. I'm going to sit down. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to stay sitting for the rest of the class because this is starting to hurt. Um, <laughs> and then when I got home later, thankfully, at last, it waited till I got home. Oh, boy. I just kind of died. Oh, man. <laughs> it was a good, like, hour later that I was finally able to get out. Oh, it... <laughs> it yeah. <laughs> Who does number two work for? 
Not me, that's for damn fucking sure. (laughs) All right. Well, it's my question now. Yes. Okay. Uh, Thank you, Ben, for allowing us to not answer your question and yet answer your question at the same time. (laughs) Uh, Is it preferable to do something yourself and have the result just be what the result is? Or to engage someone and have a superior outcome or product, but no sense of achievement. This is from Nikki W. I've been trying to think about this one uh, for a little bit. I'm, I'm not sure. I really don't know. Um, you've done a lot more collaborations than I have, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. What What do you think? Well, I I don't know why there would be a lack of sense of achievement in in either case. I absolutely agree with that. Like, I don't. I I think whatever you put forth into it, um, I think that should always give you a sense of achievement, no matter what. Especially if you're working with like really hard to work with people, then it's like, yeah, you were a pain in the ass to work with, but hey, look what we did. Well, let's take a look at it this way. Uh, I'm going to be having googly beard shirts soon. Yes. And I could have all of the materials made and sew the shirts myself and do all this other stuff. But the result wouldn't be as good. I wouldn't be able to sell as many and I wouldn't make as much money. So what I got to do is come up with my design and then send it to somebody else for manufacturing. I still have the sense of accomplishment because it's my idea and I've put my idea down and I've made my idea come to fruition. I've just got a whole shit ton of it now, right? There's one, that's one aspect. Another aspect is what we talked about earlier today. Uh, I created my comic by myself and I drew my characters myself and I wrote the comic myself, but I realized it takes a shit ton of time and I'm never going to be able to do it. So I asked Ben, who is a far better and more efficient artist than me to do the drawing part for me. I just gave him the design and I'm going to be doing the writing for the panels and he's going to draw it for me. I don't feel any less accomplishment. Matter of fact, I, I, I feel like I'm sharing the experience with somebody now, so I'm getting even more fulfillment. You know what, that's a better way of putting it too, is the sharing of the experience. Also, like, the type of stuff is also a little bit different too. Like, I think for stuff like t-shirts, because it's so easy to get t-shirts printed, I think that's a little bit different of a thing. Um, and same thing with like coffee mugs or stuff like that. Like it's, it's something that is is so easy. Like it shouldn't not give you a sense of accomplishment and achievement, but. Right. You could make the cups out of freaking clay and, and kill it yourself and stuff like that. But is there any real point? I mean, it depends on what you want to do. If that's something that you want to do, hey, yeah, go for it. If, but if if that's going to be, like, very time-consuming for you, maybe, like, if you don't want it to be taking up that much time, then maybe it's okay to, you know, get it printed. Well, a handcrafted mug would cost 150 bucks, oh, whereas true, yeah. one that's mass-produced is going to cost somebody 5 bucks, right? Yeah, like, I think 15 is the goal. How much you handcra- handcrafted is unique, and there's no others like it. That is also true. Right. So, I guess it depends on what you, your your intent, I guess. Yeah. Um, I'm also trying to think of examples that I've come up with. Like, I know for, for me, myself, like, for some of the things that I want to make by hand, like, I want to make more plushies and pillows and stuff like that, I've definitely involved a few people in some of the, like, designing process. <clears throat> um, I'm one. 
Yeah, you absolutely are one. Uh, there, there's some stuff that I have coming down the line that it's not going to make any fucking sense to you, but it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, like the, like it's it's there's still that sense of achievement because I made it and I designed it with input from other people. Um, but I, I don't know if it's easier or better, I or preferable or anything like that. I think it really just depends on what you're doing. I think that's the biggest thing is I think it depends on what you're doing. I haven't done any kind of like video collaborations. Um, I know I did a voice for you a little while back that uh, that hasn't come out yet. And then you're going to be doing a voice for me in the very near future. Are, are you still there? Yeah, I'm still here. I'm listening. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for like some sort of no, no, I'm, I'm listening. I didn't want to interrupt. <laughs> no, that's fair. Um, I don't know. I, I think... I don't know. I think engaging somebody who, like, has more experience... Um, like, we'll go with writing something. I think, f for me, I've been coming to you with, with a few things that I, I need to come up with. Um, I've been coming to you because you are more... Like... I don't want to say you're more superior to me in this case, but you I you don't have know what you're talking about. You have more of a background in stuff like D and D uh, and writing, as an example. So I've I've been coming to you for a couple things that I have questions about, like just for advice for a couple things. Well, I, I don't think that's the the spirit of what's being asked. I I, okay. I don't think they're talking about mentoring so much as getting somebody else to do something for you. Oh, I thought it would be like working with. No, like taking over a piece of the project. Project. Okay. Right, like taking it over. Right. Well, like, like if if you said, uh, Doc, uh, I need you to design four monsters and design a scenario for my podcast. Mm -hmm. Right. That would be the, what they're talking about. Where you give some, where you engage somebody to design something for you, for you to use in your product or something. Right, uh, that's kind playing. of what I was getting at. Like, but like, a little bit less hands-on, I think, necessarily. Like, I, I've I've come to you with a few things for like, hey, can I get some advice on how you would make this kind of thing? Um, that's that's more mentoring, though. It's not really uh, yeah, but it's, a freelancer. it's still it's more of a like for me, it's more of a chance of like you get to learn from somebody, though. You know what I mean? Like, right, and right. yeah, I guess that's that's a mentoring thing. But like, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I, I might be talking out my ass. I don't know. As a freelancer in the RPG industry, uh, game companies usually have one or two people who have this great idea, and they come up with the bare bones of stuff. And then once that bare bones and the framework is designed, they go out and bring in a whole bunch of really, really talented people to help flesh the whole thing out. And I think that's kind of the spirit and the way Nikki's talking about things. And this happens every day. And I don't think that any of the people who engage freelancers or people like that feel any less of a sense of achievement or accomplishment because they've come up with something really, really cool. Mm -hmm. Right? It's their idea, their framework, and they just hired some people to fill in some pieces. Actually, um, um, Christy Golden actually talked about that at BlizzCon and like she's written for Star Wars, Warcraft, uh, I believe Starcraft. I think she's might have also written for Star Trek. I don't quite remember. Um, but she had actually talked about that 
at BlizzCon, like, her history of writing for Warcraft. And, um, like, she's actually the one that created Thrall's mother f- uh, for the books. And okay. so, like, and it, I, the way she had put it, I mean, obviously, I don't have this story from Chris Metzen's point, point of view, um, but the way she had put it, it didn't give him any less of a sense of accomplishment by having her create the mother of this character that he created, you know, however many years before. So, yeah, there's there's a good real-world example. Very cool. Yeah. Very cool. I think we both asked, both answered that one now? Yes. I, I, okay, I we, did ask. We, and we've gone pretty long on it, which yeah. is good. Um, okay. Hey, I haven't told you about a local podcast yet. Okay. We're um, going to get into that section now? Nice segue. Yeah. Um... Okay, so um, I recently got into a podcast called The Real Debaters, R-E-E-L Debaters. Oh, okay. Um, I met them actually at Podcast Coffee uh, back in January. Yep, January. Um, and they were nice, and I was sad that you couldn't come. I do talk about you when I go to these things, by the way. Oh, I know, I know. Everybody <laughs> knows me already. Okay, good. Um, but, yeah. Did you tell them I'm actually going to start coming once I'm finished with hockey season? I, I Every time that you can't show up, I'm like, yeah, he's, he, you know, Duncan's got hockey again. <laughs> They're like, oh, okay. Um, there's, a, there's a game designer group in Winnipeg as well uh, who meets <laughs> on a regular basis. I haven't gone in months because of hockey, but... Yeah, and so and so, yeah, they and they they like you, and uh, yeah. So I've gotten into their podcast. Um, they they debate all sorts of things in film, and it's it's fun, and you should listen to it. I don't know if you have yet. Uh, I want to mention a podcast called Bring on the Weird. Uh, their link is anchor.fm forward slash Bring on the Weird. They follow me on Twitter, and they they talk about weird things and. Uh, and stuff like that. Sweet. I like weird things. I, I, I like the podcast a lot. So check I, them out. They followed me on Twitter. I haven't gotten a chance to, to say anything, to check anything out about it, but are they local? I don't know. All I know is I like the podcast. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I was just curious if they were local and then we could meet and be like, hey, how's it going? Let's get coffee. You know, I, I like, I like our, uh, our, our monthly podcast um, coffee. It's fun. We get to meet new people. Uh-huh. I like it. Okay, yeah. Um, I think that's about it for today. All right, sounds good to me. That's an awesome segue. Our segues are awesome at the end of the show, aren't they? No. <laughs> no? <laughs> I mean, uh, anyway. I don't think so. I mean, maybe we'll get back. We, have, we, have, we haven't figured out the end of the show yet. I think maybe ending it badly is probably our shtick now. So. I, you know what? I think it is. Um, but yeah, follow us on Twitter for more just random shit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this weird. The stuff. The stuff I say in print is even worse. Uh, yeah, I I have I have my moments. Um, I'm the. For example, uh, I am now known as the Pied Piper of Horny Badgers. <laughs> <laughs> Which came from the sexy voice off yeah. conversation. Join us on Twitter and Facebook if yeah. you want gems like that. Doc is at Dr. Codis and I am at Senpai90. Remember, Senpai has two peas. Two peas in a pod. Because I always have to pee. <laughs> <laughs>
You went there. I was trying to avoid going there. Well, no, because, okay, so oh. one year I was selling at one of our local conventions, and um, I, I guess I had too much caffeine that morning, and I was like, man, I'm like Lily Aldrin, for God's sakes, I need to go to the bathroom, I'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So, yeah, yeah, that's... <laughs> I'm actually not that bad, but yeah, that that particular day. If there's enough caffeine in the in in, in the works, then yeah, it it will be. <laughs> yeah, this has been Creative Conundrums. I am the amazing, the incredible, the incomprehensible Googly Doc. And I am a and as always, weirded out senpai. Have <laughs> yourself a good day, everybody. Goodbye. Bye bye. Hey everybody, it's the incredible, the incomparable, and the incomprehensible Googly Dog. Ah, fucking phone. <laughs> I want to keep that in just because it's funny. <laughs> <laughs>